1: Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, and I am joined here by my hilarious co-host, Brie Tucker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, (laughs) everybody.
0: This is fun, this whole like recording these things separately because I get to totally mess with you because normally you're looking at the screen, not at me next to you in our studio. And now that we're doing it on Zoom, I can make stupid faces while you're trying to be all serious.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally see you making the stupid faces. Someday I should raise you making the stupid faces. <laughs> I think I can see if you can get me to laugh. I would totally, I wouldn't make it
0: through. I have no, ab- I have no poker face at no. all. <laughs>
1: See, I usually don't have a poker face. You could usually tell if I'm like not telling the truth or like trying to pull one over. Like, it makes me a horrible actor. <laughs> well, I guess that's my point. Like, I wouldn't make it a
0: second on Saturday Night Live. Like, not at all. I'd be, I'd be one of the actors that everybody makes fun of later because they could never make it through a skit without laughing. That would be me, Jimmy Fallon. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, we're looking at you, Jimmy. <laughs>
1: He's very charming when he doesn't laugh, so you forgive him all of his uh, scene breaking ways. But it's <laughs> it's all about having fun it's all about having we'll just fun. say he found his place he does well he is that now for sure it's always oh. like you you be the host and you just have fun and you don't have to play a character and it's really the way to be right hmm, i'm
0: noticing the similarities there you be the host okay right
1: host and you do yeah. what you want you don't have to follow anyone yeah it's kind be of it a
0: show be it a podcast
1: whatever be it, works. Show, be it a podcast yeah yeah <laughs> So here at No Guilt Mom, we want to help you love being a mom again. And one of those things is to have something outside your family that is your passion and that you love doing. And that is what today's guest, Pamela Peckerman, is all about. About
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. She just, so, so, so much energy. I loved it.
1: Yeah. She was just like such a joy to talk to. And I swear I'm going to be saying one of the things she was saying during the podcast, diversify joy. Yes. Oh my
0: goodness. Yes. You guys have to, no matter who you are, if you're hearing the intro, you have to listen to the episode mm-hmm. because she just takes this concept and just talks about di- diversify your assets, diversify your
1: joy. And I'm like, yes. oh my goodness. yes. It makes so much sense. So Pamela, during this episode, she has three tips for moms to help them find the time to pursue their passions, especially when they don't think that they can, when they don't think that they have the permission or the bandwidth to. It is such a powerful episode and I cannot wait for you to hear it. Pamela is a mompreneur cheerleader. She is the CEO and founder of Hustle Like a Mom and she's a regular TV correspondent on Mom Boss Life and let's get started with the show. You want mom life to be easier. That's our goal too. Our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids, and we're gonna have fun doing it. We're gonna help you delegate and step back. Each episode, we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline, making our kids more responsible and making our lives better in the process. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. Pamela, welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you. Yeah. We are so excited to talk about all things like kind of outside the sphere of being a mom and more pursuing the passions in your life. So for those people who don't know you, can you tell
3: us a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. Uh, So my name is Pamela Peckerman and I am the founder of Hustle Like a Mom, which is a multimedia platform and events business now virtual, but eventually we'll go back to in person at some point. Uh, and we focus on educating and empowering moms to build a successful bridge from mom life to entrepreneur life. Because I know um, as many in your community um, understand or feel, um, I I I really started hustle like a mom because I felt like I was not aligning my personal and professional aspirations, and I needed to create something and take my experience of fifteen years in the media industry, in the fashion industry, and make something that helped me and then helped everybody who was part of the community align those, you know, personal life and professional life. Uh, And so that's really how Hustle Like A Mom started was in order to meet that need. How did you feel like you yourself
1: weren't aligning that personal and professional life?
3: So again, so I've always been entrepreneur. I mean, I've basically had one business um, or another um, since the end of college. So that's what, 16 years ago. And I hit a point, We got my husband and I, we got married. I was 25. Um, we had kids. And once the kids came, I, it wasn't that I wasn't happy in my career. I just felt like you know the the exciting travel. I mean, I was traveling as a on-air TV correspondent for T. J. Maxx and Marshalls, and I was going around the country from you know L. A. New York, Miami, and doing TV and hosting events at like the Plaza Hotel. All fantastic, but I just felt like my foot was not in the door at home enough to understand the pulse. So then I try to do a complete flip flop, and I'm like done i could totally do this i'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom like i tried every version until i realized that i needed to have something like this is where the phrase came to me where i needed to align my personal professional aspirations and create a career that allowed me to mother the way I wanted to mother because nothing agitates me more and I actually just recently saw this in some company's press release and it drove me wild it's like are you career driven or family oriented I hate that down with that right now like that would like get my rage yeah why does it have to be one or the other what year are we in it's 2021 Am I career oriented or family or driven or whatever the other way around? I'm like, I'm both. And I, I feel like, you know, if we were like talking about finances, right, they always say, diversify your assets. I'm diversifying my joy. You know what I mean? Like I, I need, I need time with my husband alone. I need just my kids. I need, you know, and so for every person you figure out what that flow is, everybody's different. I, and I, I wasn't doing that. I was still like living by my aspirations that I set in my 20s, but now I'm 30 and a mom of two little barnacles on my feet in the morning, and it just felt like I wasn't there. So I needed to figure it out. So Hustle Like a Mom was a selfish creation for myself, and then along the way, the, the ladies that came on board. I love that
1: story. First, that phrase, diversify your joy.
3: That is amazing.
1: <laughs> yes, I love it. t out there.
3: We're going to get a t-shirt out there.
1: <laughs> I was just thinking of that. Because I think that's so important as moms. We, we think we're stuck in this role of like family once we have kids. And we feel so guilty when we pull away from those kids that we then never get that chance to fulfill that other side of ourselves that we had before we had kids. That drive and that passion and that like just that joy, the joy outside of the family. Right. And we get told a lot of times that
0: it's being, that it's not only, and you talked about this earlier off, off camera about, about being selfish, but it, it makes selfish a bad term. And it makes us feel like we're doing something wrong if we're enjoying ourselves outside of our kids. And you know what I hate to say? Sometimes life makes a u-turn or makes a makes a left hand turn out of nowhere i had that happen in my life where like i defined myself as being a mom and a wife and suddenly i was no longer a wife and i was no longer a mom 24 7 and it was like who the heck am i and i would not like that feeling for anyone it's harsh it's a harsh slap i just again
3: i think you know there are some people that thrive but here's the thing i think what we we all understand is that this idea of like this label and i hate it but i'll just just for point of reference that you are stay at home does not mean that there's nothing other right just because you have opted to be a full-time, we'll call it career mom, because freaking, that's what it is. It's a lot of work. What the, I mean, come on now, okay? (laughs) You are a full-time house patrol leader. That doesn't mean that the other part has to be, you know, for me, obviously, it's, you know, growing an entrepreneur business. I love that. I like growing community, getting people together. Your other could be something else that does not have to be career oriented, but it has to be something that, you know, you guys always say this, you own. So like own some aspiration, own some, I mean, Honestly, it could be a hobby that just leads to meeting new people or learning something or what, but it has to be something that you click into that has nothing to do with those little people.
1: Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. I Ugh. I totally believe that my sister-in-law, actually, she was a teacher until this past year and she delved into this whole passion of plant. She just started collecting all these plants and now she's become an entrepreneur because she's found all these plants and people started asking her like, where do I get that plant? Where do I get that plant? And it's this passion that became this other thing and i think that's so important as a mom to like allow yourself that room to explore things and just
3: see where they go absolutely i I couldn't i couldn't agree more and i think there are many people that came out of 2020 that tapped into something that was dormant for a while or never explored and now they're like well why the hell not we're going through a pandemic i'm gonna just whatever like they're on a zoom here i am what am i gonna do I'm gonna make some beads. How many people started like these little Etsy companies and who knows, who knows?
1: Yeah, that is one of the blessings that we can see in 2020 is that it took all of us off of our set routine and this path that we can go and explore something new and something that may be really, really wonderful than what we were doing before. We'll be right back after a quick break.
0: Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Hey guys, Brie here, and let me tell you, April is a killer time of the year for me because it is crazy allergy season. I swear, everything that is in bloom looks fantastic and beautiful, but it makes it so I can't breathe. I am literally coughing, sneezing, rubbing my nose. I look like Rudolph half of the spring. It's terrible. But luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies like I do, we live and Clear with Claritin D designed for serious allergy sufferers claritin d has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms
1: in your podcast app that's understood explains, or just click on the link in our show notes. Now, I remember when, before we started this interview, you talked about your, uh, your grandma who had this phrase. Can you tell us a little bit
3: more about that? Yes, so my grandmother, who just recently passed away, she was 95 years old and filled an immense role in my life. She, you know, one of the things that she would often say, and she would say this in Russian, so I'll say it first in Russian, she would say, like be be selfish, like think about yourself, which doesn't mean that she wasn't beloved by her friends, that she didn't participate in her family and help, but all that stuff, but she just meant be a little selfish, create some kind of pool of time, pool of space, be okay saying no to your kids. Like she would like flat out look at like my six year old and seven year old, cause you know, she just passed away. So she'd like, you need to basically like leave mommy alone right now. Like she's having an adult conversation or she's talking to me. And guess what? I I, I feel like when you behave that way, I mean, obviously in a nice way, but like when you behave that way, you train your kids to know that that's the norm. Like, no, I'm not available for you right now. And guess what? Like for anybody who's listening is like, oh, my kid can't. Okay. F that really, because the truth of the matter is they get used to whatever it is you train them to. So if you train, it's like, I hate to say this, but it's like, we are animals. Okay. You can train anybody. If they, if, if they have trained you to be like, I'm available, here I am. Boom, boom, boom. No, that's not okay. Like my grandmother taught me that I'm not available all the time. And I've taught from day one, even when they were like, like asking for like milk, like, and you can't talk to them. I'm like, I'm a coming. It's a getting ready. I'm not going crazy. Cause you're not like, unless you God forbid have some men medical situation. I'm not talking about that. That's a small percentage. Everybody else. You can train them to behave any way you want them to be. Period, end of sentence. This is me sharing from my grandmother and my family who came from a Soviet communist regime. Trust me, you can train them because I was trained (laughs) (laughs) and now
0: I'm doing scary. <laughs> <laughs> boundaries aren't as scary it, when you look at them the right way. I think that's what it comes down to,
1: right? It's all yeah. about boundaries. It is all about boundaries. Yeah. And what I heard you say is like, it is okay to tell your kids, I can't do this right now. And there is nothing wrong with that. In fact, one of the things you say, you say, let no be your source of inspiration and fuel. So like, how else do you use that? No in your life?
3: Oh, I think we're all hit up all the time from whether it's like a PTA thing that sounds good. You really should do it, but not should, but like you want to do it. But then it's like, can I really handle that? It's another like charity organization that feels good. Your friend asks you to do something. Your mom needs you this. It's okay to say no. And I, I really feel like like this past year got everybody to like, look at time and say like, what do I really need to say yes to? Like, what are my must haves? Like, if you're right, we're looking at the rest of 2021 or whatever, you don't have to like, whenever you're listening to this, honestly, like you're looking at the next month, the next week, first plop in the absolute musts and then start thinking about, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with the nose. I'm gonna just feel. Let let me see how that feels because you know you can't say yes even work wise. Can you really say yes to everything? Can you say you know you can't? You really really can't. So I think it's very healthy to practice saying no, and I think that's a big thing for a lot of women. I think we need to sit in in and say like, okay, where do I really want to say no? But I don't. But I'm not going to. But I should. So let me just you just try it one time. Like no, you know I really like I can't plan your party. Well, that's a bad example these days, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you, know I, you know, mom, like, we'd rather do this on our own. So it's just gonna be the four of us, and it's okay. Again, it's it's literally like you train people around you to know what is okay for you. And like something that
1: I like to keep in mind is that whenever you say yes to something, you are always saying no to something, something else. So even though you say yes, it's no, like in the case of planning a party, you are using all of that time that you spend planning the party, not doing something else with your family or not doing something else for work. So in reality, you're saying no already. You might as well just choose what you say no to better.
3: And I think when you're more attuned with yourself, which I think it doesn't happen overnight. I would be lying if I told you when I had my kids in the beginning that I knew like what felt right and what felt wrong. It happens with age. It happens when you are like, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, fully present, but like you have to have these like internal communication wavelengths happening and know like, yeah, you know, this is like going to be good. I'm going to say yes to that. And the other things that people think I should say yes to, I'm going to say no, because that's not really filling my cup. Today, maybe six months from now, it's going to be a whole different kind of martini cup. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I love that. The martini cup, it might change to a margarita glass. Yeah, never know. Margarita glass, a wine, or the a co- wine glass. Yeah. <laughs> or back to the coffee mug or a nice tall slender
3: glass of water. It's, what I love that point. Be fluid, right? Life is fluid. And need I say to everybody also because I am of Russian descent, uh, it could also be vodka. I mean, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> That is my favorite, I will be honest. You got me there. I will not judge you if your water, Winky Winky, is in fact a special sauce for mama. Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Have you seen those mugs that like, they look like a coffee mug, but it says, uh, this may be wine. <laughs> so what, they, you mean the one that you got me for my birthday that I love <laughs> oh, I got I you that. Around very proudly? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Pamela, what I've heard from you so far is that first of all, diversify your joy, like make sure you're doing stuff that fuels your passion as well as your families. And then, you know, say no. Be selfish about your time and say no. Oh, wait, wait.
0: Can we hear that one more time in Russian, though? I like that, the, the be yes. selfish.
3: There, well, there's two ways to say it. Think of yourself is probably the best way. Думой а себе think of yourself. Do you
1: have any other tips for moms pursuing their own passions? What's like one more you can give us?
3: I would say communication is very important. So whether, yes. you know, whether I'm doing, you know, whether you already have your business and we say, okay, how do you master your messaging, right? Like take a group course or take, you know, we obviously, we have that with Hustle Like a Mom. We have our first group cohort program called Master Your Messaging. But even if you translate that to the home front, communication is important. If you wake up tomorrow and just think like, I'm just going to start my Etsy, whatever, however big or small you aspire this to be, you need to relate that message to your teammates at home, your spouse, if you're you know, living together, your spouse, your children, whoever is in the home with you, because that means that something's changing. And for you to change on your own without the rest of the ecosystem around you functioning to understand that that's happening, it doesn't work that way. So, yeah. you know, I always say, let your spouse know first. Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. You've seen me, you know, jotting down these ideas or whatever it is. I'd like to give this a go. Not because you're necessarily, you're not like asking for permission, but you need to let this person know that lives with you that something's about to change. And the same thing with your kids. Like, hey, guys, mommy's so excited. I, I mean, especially this year, I mean, in, in 2020, my kids became my coworkers. So you need to let them know, like, Hey guys, like this is gonna happen. Mommy's gonna record a podcast. I'm gonna leave some snacks in the kitchen. I have a six year old and a seven year old. Some people might think like, wow, that's pretty, t- pretty young. We are homeschooling since March 9th and I have no plans of going back through the end of the year, at least for now. Like I don't see them going back. We're on team hustle like a mom together. So we have a communication in the beginning and then every Sunday, sit down with your spouse and or your kids and say like, okay, what do you have going on? Here's what I have. Can you work from home this day? Here's what I like, whatever your reality is. You need to let your kids and your husband know and then continue those Sunday meetings. It's going to help you because it's also going to give them the opportunity to give you dialogue. And you Mm. might learn something. Like they might say like, you know what, mom, like you've been walking around with your cell phone too much. I really don't like it. So can you do me a favor on Sundays, no cell phone, whatever it is. You Mm. might be surprised at what you think they're not noticing that they are. And that could be like your, your Sunday, your bat powwow. Yeah. It
1: sounds like what we talk about with family meetings. Right. And I'm, what I'm loving, what I'm loving
0: hearing is that communication that valuing everybody in your family and seeing them all as a part of a team. You guys are all working together. And you know what? Again, by honoring what they're telling you and listening, you're showing them that you're respecting the boundaries that they're trying to put forth too. I love, love, love all of that. That was just amazing, Pamela.
1: So yes. hallelujah again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, what I'm hearing is diversify your joy, set those boundaries, and then communicate very mm-hmm. strongly. I love all all of it. We asked this of everybody. uh, What is your favorite hack to make your kids more self-sufficient?
3: Oh, I just expect it. I have no hack. I'm not joking. I know that's not, it's like, I'm going to go back to my grandma. It's just one of those things where I don't expect that you're not going to be self-sufficient, so you already don't have an option. It's not like A or B and then maybe C. It's like no 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 no. A. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like it's a really easy multiple choice question because there's only one answer. There's only one.
0: <laughs> only one answer. You're capable. You can
3: do this. Exactly. You they have risen to the occasion this year. I mean, again, I started off in March of 2020. We closed on March 9th our schools and never reopened until September where I had already decided in May that I was not sending them back for the rest of the year because I didn't know it was gonna happen. I didn't want opening and closing and all that stuff. I wanted to know, like, this is my schedule, this is their schedule, regardless of what happens with the weather or the coronavirus or whatever it is, we know what's happening. And so that's been effective for us. So I've had my kids home since uh, since March 9th. So it's gonna be probably a whole year and a half of this. Hopefully no more for many, you know, health, obviously, sanity and world reasons. Um, yeah. But you know, from day one, I set them up, I'm like, you're going to succeed. It's going to be awesome. Was it always a great day? No, but by now there's a flow and it's, I actually have had days where I will, I've woken up and I sometimes have back problems and my kids literally know what to do. Like this is now a six-year-old and a seven-year-old in first and second grade that get themselves downstairs in a chair in class, turn on the Zoom, have a faux breakfast until my back like calms down at 10 a.m. and then I will make the, the full breakfast and it works. That's
1: great. We'll be right back after a quick break.
3: so what is coming up for you that you're excited about? So I'm really excited because I feel like 2020 gave me a mental and a verbal colonics to like believe <laughs> in the potential. It's true because I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years and I've had some amazing highs, but there's always been something stopping me where I felt like, oh, I'm just going to be the one who's like, you know, hosting the event, or I'm just going to be the one, you know being like the entertainment as opposed to the one that realizes you've been doing something for 15 years you have value to give as a leader with your own business and marketing tips and never mind that you've been on every major national tv show in the country like it just it it just wasn't clicking until this past year um so i'm super excited because we are launching the first hustle like a mom group cohort program so we're getting a group of Teen mompreneurs and doing a master your messaging because messaging. I am. I feel like words are the most important thing. Again, whether you're talking at home, I always say words matter. Words resonate and words evoke emotion, and it is emotion that makes people buy things. So I'm setting basically up 15 women with the words that they need so that they can like skyrocket their businesses. And I actually think that it'll help them on their personal lives too. So that's in in um, February and then we'll have another cohort later on in the year. And we're actually going to be hosting a few events with some celebrities in 2021. So there's some fun stuff. So definitely check it out at hustlelikeamom.com. Even if you're just tinkering with the idea of launching something. I really believe in the, in the value of community and shared experiences and growth together. So I I love when people just kind of like are exploring and then checking us out. So check it out.
1: That is awesome. That sounds amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. Like this has been fun. Oh my goodness. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Hashtag in real life. Yes. We're going to get there. Those tips, that Pamela gave oh so like out of the three out of the three she gave what do you think like was the most impactful because remember she had the uh communicate with your family the yes, that one, boundary that one, setting that one. That one okay. the communicating, yeah, the communicating because you know
0: me, I'm a talker, and I think it's important that everybody get to talk. Like I wish people could see us. Uh, you know, we 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 don't release our our Zoom recordings at this point in time for our episodes. Maybe one day we will. But during the whole episode, I'm like sitting there, my hair is in a messy bun, and my bun is like shaking because I'm shaking my head <laughs> <Just> yes <nodding. laughs> so much, trying not to interrupt her, going yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> you were so right. It was definitely, definitely the communication factor because she just I don't even know if she knows how much mad respect I had for her, for giving her family that importance and that level of importance that everybody
1: has a voice. Everybody has a voice. Yes. Yes. We're
0: not asking permission. We're not. It's a whole different level, whole different ballgame of respect.
1: Totally. And then the setting boundaries, because a lot of times, like I hear from parents that like their kids will not let them have that time. And it's really, it's not the kids who won't let them. It's the parents who need to set the stronger boundaries and to teach kids that, you know, mom needs her time to concentrate on this while you go do this. And I think that is a very, very powerful concept that we as moms just need to embrace more. Right. Cause I think
0: deep down, so many of us know that we need it. We just feel like we, we just have that innate feeling of guilt, the, of guilt, the no yes. guilt mom, right? Right. Yeah. We, we have that guilt inside that if we're telling somebody that They can't have all of us. They're not giving them what they deserve. But dude, if you're giving yourself to
1: everybody 24-7, there is nothing left for you. There is nothing left. So moms, embrace those boundaries and uh, kids won't learn unless we teach them.
0: And I think a big thing is like, also, I want to just know from our audience, by all means, who listened to that podcast and is now revved up and excited and has ideas for things and you you can do it that you're just just listening to Pamela that conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many ideas I want to run with right now because you just you can't be around her and not have that motivation just
1: yeah, you can't you can't leave without that enthusiasm, definitely." So, Hey, if you've enjoyed this podcast, can you subscribe and we will make sure that podcast episodes are there in your podcast player every Tuesday and Thursday morning for you to listen. And if you have a few seconds, take two minutes write as a two sentence review uh, because that helps other moms find the podcast and be shown more often. Because who
0: doesn't want to have Joanne and I joining them every Tuesday and Thursday? Come on. (laughs) We could join you for coffee. We could be there in
1: your car. We can be there going far. We can be there on a bus and we promise we won't cuss.
0: (laughs) I was wondering how you're going to pull that one off. Good job, Joanne. She just did that on the fly, guys.
1: Just the Dr. Seuss is in there. It's in there. It's innate, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. We, We are a family friendly podcast on the air. So you can always listen with your kids in the car. Remember the best mom's a happy mom. Take care of you. And we will see you next time. Thanks for stopping by.